Hey listeners, it's your girl Jazz and thank you for tuning into my podcast listening to Jazz. Uh I <laughs> if you're listening to my podcast uh for the first time or for, or if you listened um before, I want to say welcome and thank you. Um I never take this, you know, time for granted. Um and I always do my best with just showing up and being myself. And um, I appreciate you giving me the chance to be heard. So thank you. So today I wanted to um, talk about the subject or the topic of building confidence. So of course, I mean, if you're new to listening to my podcast. I'm currently in my single season and it is going great. I'm learning a lot about life, a lot about love, a lot about uh, myself and just other people. So um, it's been great. But one of the things that I have worked on, um, and I will say it helped being single to do that because I didn't get um, the opinion of a partner to kind of help validate that you know, confidence. It just, I had it and, or I either didn't have it and they, they valid that experience. But, um, I will say being single helped a lot. Um, yeah. And I'll just jump right on in. So, um, I'm one of those people that I don't come, I don't try my hardest to come up with a topic. The topic just literally slaps me in the face and, this is something that um, I guess like looking over, like my friend recently sent me like all of these old pictures. We were looking at old pictures and I was like shocked at how stylish I was, how um, I was a little like shy and, you know, like, like not awkward, but just not, I wasn't feeling myself. Like, you know, I was cute, but I, I didn't want to overdo or, you know, put the spotlight on me. But looking back, I was like, I was that bitch. Like, I, and I didn't even know it. That's what why it was so shocking. Because um, I still looked at, like, I think these pictures were from like 2018, 2019. But like, I looked pretty much the same in the face and the body. But, and I still had that style about me that I thought I didn't have. And I'll, I'll elaborate more um, as we go into it. But I wanted to talk just about how, how my experience of being single, dating, you know, growing older, how that's really helped me to develop this confidence. And of course, you know, in order to really shine the light on the woman that I am today, I have to go back and focus on the woman, or not the woman, the little girl, the teenager that didn't have this confidence. Um, I I had the same kind of core about me, you know, the, uh, I like to read, I like to write, I ha- I like to you know, I'm an intro. I mean, not an introvert. I like I'm outgoing. Like I, I had the same qualities. I just wasn't taught to be who I am. So growing up, I will say I, and I wrote this in my notes. I was literally the product of low self esteem. I definitely look back at pictures and um, 
I was I was insecure and it was it it was it happened just as it was supposed to because I received a lot of mixed messages growing up. It was like like I love you, but then on the other hand it was like I was called names like you're ugly, you're too tall, you stomp too loud, walking, you your butt's too big, you're you know, it was all of the the confusing criticisms, but it was wrapped in, oh, but I love you and, you know, I want you to love me back. And I did struggle with that growing up, like just how to recognize, like, if someone cares about me, do are they critical? Are they supposed to be critical of me? Um, and if they do love me, why are they critical? And But I can't criticize them back. Like, it was all of that confusion. And looking back at my teenage experience and um, just how I was, it made sense. Like I, in my household, I didn't get the ingredients to be a confident teenager that walked with her head held high and dated guys that, you know, showed me my that I was worth more than just sex and, you know, all of that. I was, I did what, exactly what I was taught to do, which I was ugly, you know, um, I was not good enough. So I dated men that treated me as if I were not good enough. And I'm not blaming them like there. I still see some of my exes when I was a kid and it's not, I don't blame them. I just, I don't blame anyone. I just look at like, I was at a different stage in my life that I did date insecure men and I dated men that treated me like I wasn't good enough. Um, and that's because that's all I knew. I like, <laughs> and uh, it's funny because a lot of the memories that me and my sister share growing up, I kind of put it out of my mind. And I, and of course it was for my own safety and mental health. But like when she recently reminded me like, yeah, you remember we could, we had to eat quietly. We couldn't chew loud. We couldn't look at each other. We, like it was all of the criticism that I remember from just eating and walking, like doing normal tasks that, you know, are minute, you don't think twice about, but being judged that young, it definitely made me more self-conscious and cautious about how I looked, how I showed up to people. And um, my confidence was not through the roof. It was down below (laughs) the fucking ground. And I'm sorry to cuss because I don't cuss that often on my podcast, but it was very low. And I think it, that that was the intent, whether it was purposeful or not. But I definitely learned to be cautious of how I showed up, um, you know, as a woman. I, You know, I had to make sure that my hair was straight, you know, not out of place. I had to make sure that, you know, I didn't make too much noise. I didn't cause too much chaos. I didn't, you know, I, I was always like that. And I, I, that didn't stop once I left and went off to college. I definitely was like that all the way. Really, I was like that all the way up to 25. <laughs> 25 is when I really stopped giving a damn about how I showed up. And not in a sense of, I don't, I'm, you know, F it, I'm, I don't care how I look. It was more so I wasn't so self-conscious where I was like, 
watching how I am, you know, paying attention. Like I wasn't trying to be be myself to make other people comfortable. I just was like, I'm going to be who I am. I mean, I, I hate to say if you don't like it, then you can leave. I don't want you to, but I, it's too much work for me to try to change who I was and all of that. Cause I definitely did that all like every relationship that I had, I, I was definitely like, I'm going to be this. I like, I molded myself to be who they wanted me to be versus who I actually was and who I chose to be. And it didn't stop. And sadly until 25, um, yeah, so, and I, I I wanted to kind of walk through, like, the stages that I saw within my own confidence, because I think, I definitely think I started from zero. What, like, being a teenager, I, I would say up to 17, I if I had to rate my self-esteem, I would say it was probably a zero or between a one or a two. Um, and I, and I think I'll use that scale to kind of show like getting closer to the 10, just to, for it to make sense. <clears throat> but it definitely was, a I would say a one or a two. And that's like that eight, like 16, 17, I, 17, I went off to college, but I was definitely aware of the qualities I had, but I didn't know whether they were good or bad. I just, I just knew that, oh, Jazz, you got a big, like this was back in the day when bootylicious and, you know, having a big butt was, you need to quit eating all that, that fast food or the, all that food because it's going to your ass. Like it was that era that I grew up as a 16, 17 year old with a big butt. It's like, oh, got to wear big clothes, got to, you know, try to not, not walk normal. So to poke out, like I really grew up like that. Um, and my environment didn't make it any better or society, but in that it, I, I knew that, oh, you had, you know, you have a big butt, you, you're, you like to read, but I didn't know if they were attributes or if they were just regular. I didn't like, I didn't know. So I will say getting attention uh, from boys, um, that, that maybe knocked me up <laughs> to a, a three or a four with my, on the self-esteem, right? I'm not talking about like, oh, she's a 10. I'm talking about the scale that I view as self-esteem. So with that, like with me getting positive attention versus that negative attention that I was used to made me feel good. Like I was like, okay, I'm confident. So I, and I'll say, I'll say all the way up to that. It was definitely them over me. So that's, that's what I would say is the low self-esteem is one where you value other people's opinion over your own versus, um, yeah, you value other external validation versus that internal validation. And I would say that's on the the lowest, um, you know, that's step one of getting some type of confidence. And it it definitely did help me to get confidence from that. But that was very short lived. It was like, <laughs> so you know how like, if you are dating someone and they say mean things, you know, but like they say things to hurt your feelings or start pointing out your flaws 
it that's when I would I recognize that okay maybe I can't always depend on other people's opinion because one minute they like me they love me they like my body but body whatever and then the next it was like okay they're talk they're back to talking about the way I talk or my hair or something so I was like but I still valued other people's opinion that was the weird part of it so eventually it knocked me to a, the next stage and I think in that part of my life I was I was dating I, eventually I got married and like but in in that all the way up to maybe 20 22 22 years old that's when I went from them over me in step 1 to me versus me and that point in my life it was very instead of looking at other people for negative or positive negative attention where they're telling me mixed mixed messages I was doing that for for myself it I was definitely you know people have songs and you know that uh, the only person I want to compete with is myself I was in that stage and I don't know if it helped me to gain confidence, but it it definitely helped me to be self-aware. So that me versus me was really me holding up that mirror to myself and looking at all of the the messed up decisions I made. All like I was holding up that mirror and um eventually i i don't know if it stopped like where i stopped holding up the mirror at you know i but um i kind of went yeah i went from you know me versus me to now other people are holding up that light you know they're holding up that mirror too um and I don't I didn't know what to do with it. Like my confidence was like, okay, I know I I got a big butt. I know, you know, I got, you know, a nice body. I know that I'm smart. I know I'm beautiful. Like I knew that, <clears throat> but I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to operate. I was deaf that yeah, that's where I was in that like I guess it I'll I'll say it went to the next me and me like where it's different from me versus me because me um oh no I'll say me in me that's the next step so the first one was them over me the second is me versus me and then the third I went from me in me where I I look like I said I didn't know what to do with all that I had the flaws, the strengths. I didn't know what to do with it, but um, I was definitely um, comparing my mistakes from the past and, you know, holding up that mirror, but it was more about like, okay, girl, I still love you. You know, it was like, I know you, you know, you're, you're not perfect. You got all these flaws and you don't know what to do, but I still love you. I still, you know, I can tolerate you a little bit. So that's what the me in me stage went to. And I think in that that age, like, so 21 or 21, 22, that was the me versus me. I, I, I wasn't dating uh, very much. I After my divorce, I really took that time to actually heal um, and hold up that mirror. And it was being honest with myself and 
just, you know, working through the hard traumas and all of that. And the me in me where I was like, okay, you know, I just said like, yeah, we, you know, we see all this, you're healing, you're doing all this, but what are we going to do about it? That's where the me in me was. And, you know, I was, I think I was at a um, point where I was like, okay, I, I love you. I, I, you know, I'm tolerating you, but it wasn't still a hundred percent. Maybe at that point it was maybe a, on the, the self-esteem scale, it was probably like a five or a six. It was, it was, it wasn't halfway bad. It wasn't halfway good, but we were on to something, something. Um, and so eventually, eventually, um, I end up like, um, 20, 20, Five, um, like I, I was single, you know, dating, uh, still having my insecure ways, but I was confident. Like I, I definitely moved in, in that mixture type of world. It wasn't, it wasn't like a low self esteem or super confident. It was just in between. And, uh, I, you know, I was dating, I, I dated good guys, but they were insecure. They needed, it, and they weren't the bad type of insecure that was, oh, uh, <laughs> oh, you're, um, you know, dating a, a bunch the, uh, like talking bad about me. They were more so like, you're not enough and I like you, but I'm going to date four and five women. So, so I can compensate for whatever, but I'm not going to cut you off. Like it was just that type of dynamic. And I, I, you know, I definitely had that as well, where I was dating guys, they weren't bad, but they weren't a hundred percent committed, but I didn't want to leave, but they weren't good. Like it was definitely that mixture of confidence and low self-esteem. So I did that all the way up to 25 and 25 was when I really was like, okay, I'm, I'm getting some validation. I'm getting validation, good validation from myself, from, you know, the people around me. I, you know, I kind of had like gained like consistent friendships. I, like, I, I started to know like, okay, Jazz, you're not that bad to deal with. Like, you may have your flaws, you may not be perfect, but people still love you. They still want to be with you. They still, um, you know, are are there for you. And so, and I, I told you I, I was in that mixture at one point, but eventually I did get to a point where I, I just recognized I could not control my flaws. All I can do is try to work through them and fix fix what I, you know, can control and all of that. But I was not I was not not going to love myself because I had those flaws and that definitely helped me to yeah help it helped me a lot I will say I just I got tired of like you know looking in the mirror pointing out things and and complaining and not like I just got tired of like not loving myself and and constantly feeling like I had to tr- do things, prove things, try things. Like I was like, I'm just uh, other people. They have flaws and all of that. And wh- why do I need to fix all of this in one day? Just you know, I just gave up. Honestly, I gave up on trying to people please and trying to 
fix myself and fix everything. And that that was really just, I think I had a lot going on. I was in grad school. I, you know, I had friends that they knew that I was in grad school and, you know, they didn't judge me. They didn't try to, oh, you're, you're not spending enough time. Like it just, we were all at a different place to, you know, work on building our lives. And that's, I didn't have time to keep focusing on the negatives. I was like, okay, we're building our life. We're fixing things we can. We're not stressing about the things we can. Okay. So good. It was, I was heading on a good direction. So then I start um, somehow, and it could have been the universe, God, whatever, like wanting me to like learn, really learn that lesson, not just say I was doing it, but actually like putting me to the test. Um, And I started dating a guy that wasn't, um, he wasn't super, I thought he was confident on the outside, but he definitely was insecure. um, And I think part of, you know, our connection was that insecure part. Like I told you, I still had it, but I was, you know, I was working on my issues. I wasn't so focused on flaws and all of that. I just knew that I was dope as well. Like I, you know, but he would, he tried to kind of bring me back to that them over me. Like what he said was to be true and factual and and at the time, I was not going for it. I was like, you <laughs> you are just coming into my life. You will not have an opinion that is strong and and then try to sleep with me after you've said all of these things. But if it wasn't on him to just, you know, stop, stop with the insecurities because he didn't. It just it was up to me to say, I don't want an insecure person around me um, that that is going to bring me down with them. Like you can be insecure and try to bring me down, but I didn't want it in my vagina. (laughs) So, uh, I, you know, I broke up with him and it was definitely still that me, uh, so that mentality of, Okay, this is you know me and me. I know my past. I'm. I, I know the decisions. I know how I operate. I know how I am. But then again, it came to a point where I I continue not to heal, but I I the validation that I got was it was coinciding with what I thought to believe about myself. Like it was like okay, I'm looking cute. Uh I'm feeling good. I'm getting good people around me. I'm getting good energy. So that's the last part where um I will say now um at like it took me more years to get to this point, but it's me and them. So I, I'm definitely one of those people that, of course, I believe in your own self-confidence, but I don't think that that should lead you to arrogance where you think that you are over other people or better or whatever. I, I view people as we're in our own lane, you know, how they are is them, how I am is me. It, you know, it's it's a equal opportunity. Now, I still am obligated to me at the end of the day, but at, so are you. Um, but yeah, so with that, I say, and I'll, I'll let you know the difference between them over me versus me and me. Um, so 
And I'll just use this example that recently happened um, that would have it would have brought me back to square one of me over me with that confidence and self-esteem. But as I told you, I did the work. I, you know, got to know me. I, I had I received the external validation. But at the end of the day, everything drew back to me. So I recently had a <laughs> like a friends breakfast kind of thing over my house and this this was like maybe the second time that I did it um you know like in the first time it, it wasn't you know a whole household versus like just three friends so um I the and I I still am new to hosting. I think as a single woman, if you do want a family, you should get into the routine of hosting and cooking for more than just one person. <laughs> and I'm 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 almost there. Um, but so I you know I'm doing my best. I did the best that I could with what I got. Like <laughs> Mariah Carey, but like. I I'm used to cooking for just me. I didn't I barely had paper plates. I barely had bread for the toast. I barely had a fork. Like I didn't have anything but enough for me. And that I I was like, "Oh, okay. So give so anyway, so my someone, I won't say who, uh she was like, well, since Jasmine didn't have all the stuff together and, you know, like trying to shave me, she uh, she was like, well, we can just stick to having it at my house. And the old me would have internalized that comment and made it like, well, maybe she's right. Like just just because it's a new skill, I'm not really confident about it. But I remember that I was cooking my ass off you know, trying to, you know, entertain and, you know, let everybody enjoy. I was giving it my all. Um, and for her to say that, I was like, it made me think like, well, dang, I maybe, you know, like maybe it's it wasn't appreciated. Maybe it wasn't good enough. But I didn't look at it as like a jazz. You need to give it up. You know, I was like, you you did the best you could, girl. You did good. So instead of me going back to them over me, where I would have, like I said, internalized it, never did that again, and took what they said as a great, like as truth. Instead, I said, you know, I advocated for myself. I said, yeah, you're right. It, you know, I didn't have, I didn't come prepared, but this is new to me. You know, I said so. I say you can gladly have it at your house again, but that's not going to stop me from doing, you know, these type of things again cuz I do want to get better, you know, and I said that and that quickly shut her up. But and and that's what I'm saying. I think other people they can kind of gauge where you are self-esteem-wise and confidence and um yeah, they will, you know, try to shame you or throw shots or say things to hurt your feelings, but it's up to you to not internalize that or take it for truth and, you know, all of that. And it takes a lot of work, um, but it, once you do all of the work and b- spend time with yourself, spend time around people, um, you eventually build that confidence to try new things, build that self-esteem, build that 
positive self-talk, um, all of that. And yeah, I feel like I definitely am at the me and them phase of my life where I can be integrated with other people, you know, mingle and, you know, hear what they have to say, hear their opinions. But I'm also like, not, not at a defense mode, but I'm also like making sure that the external information, is this helpful or is this hurtful, you know? And that's something that I didn't do in them versus me. Like, cause if I would have judged everything versus is this helpful or um, hurtful, everything that was kind of given to me at, at a young age or, you know, in the past, it was definitely from, uh, they're trying to deliberately hurt me. This is not trying to build up my self-esteem. This is trying to hurt me. And, um, now I, you know, I still encounter people that will have that own, you know, that insecure and whatever things about them that they will try to throw at me, but I don't look at it as like a, they're trying to attack me. They're trying to, you know, make me feel bad about myself. I, I always look at things like, is this hurtful or helpful? If it's hurtful, then I, I don't take it in. If it's helpful, then noted. Noted. I'll do my best. I'll, you know, try to work on that. But um, give me grace. That's That's how I respond to criticism or shame or whatever. Um, I don't dismiss it for, you know, oh, you don't need to hear. I don't need to be hearing this. I definitely think that everything um, is valid, you know, like whether it's, you know, valid for you or the, someone else. But I definitely think that there is truth to things. And being confident has helped me to, you know, realize that. So now... When I kind of meet people, I do see, I can, I'm pretty self-aware and smart, so I can see like where people are in that stage. Um, Yeah, and everything ties back to them, everything, you know, I, I take it for what it is versus, oh, you know, having that victim standpoint. Um because being, you know, having that mentality that it, I don't think it helps you to build your confidence and self-esteem. It just helps you to perpetuate whatever they say to be true. So yeah, um, I encourage you if you are, you know, in whatever healing journey you're at, or if you want to just become more self-aware, then just um, these steps in confidence and building it I think it's helpful. Um, like I said, I'm starting from, I started from zero. Now I would say the them versus me is a 10. Like I can hear people, um, their criticism, their advice, their whatever. But um, at the end of the day, I question if it's something uh, that I want to receive or not. But I don't shame the messenger. I don't, you know, I don't, you don't know anything. Like I don't do that. I'm more so like, I hear you, but is it is that like is that for me or not? And that work with deciphering that I don't do that in front of that person. I hear them, I listen, I I may you know mm, okay I don't know like I may have a comment, but I don't take I don't internalize it or take it in until 
I want to. And that takes me like meditating on what I heard or, you know, journaling. It takes, you know, me like really sitting with that because I will say you're, you know, as a human, you're going to get a lot of criticism. We live in a social media world where you see negative comments and hear negative things, but um, you don't have to take that for what it is. You can, you know, digest it at a later time or ignore it or reject it. Like there are things and I say that because I grew I grew up with criticism and negative comments before social media and it was it was very hurtful. Um it was I took everything personal and directed directly at me, but in the them and me stage of my life, which is the last step, um you you look at how, you know, we're a product of who we are, not just what someone says or how we grew up or how what we know or what we look like. It's like there's a lot of things that contribute to who a person is. So yeah, and I could go on and on, but I definitely think that this is a topic that um it is close to home because I think I had a home homemade confidence. I had to it didn't start at my home, but it definitely I had to self I'll say self made confidence. I had to build on nothing and to something with myself and it was hard. I, I was not my best friend all the time and I'm still not, but the journey was worth it. Um yeah, but if you've made it this long into the episode, I really want to say thank you. And I hope that whatever I say really resonates with you or that gets you thinking about where you are in your journey. And I'll I'll go back to, because I can talk pretty fast, um, but the first one is them over me. The second stage is me versus me. The third, me in me, where it's like, it's not beefing, but it's comparison. Um, the next one is me and me, um, where it's like you're starting to self-love, you're loving yourself, you're full of yourself, um, no one else matters, kind of that thinking. And then the last one is me and them. Yeah, but remember, everything ties back to you, so... When you are a happy you, um, you can have a happy life. So um, thank you for listening to Jazz. And remember, be loved, be loved, beloved Jazz.